This is a download from BFM 89.9, the business station. BFM's Merdeka Special is presented by Masing. BFM 89.9, good morning. You're listening to The Morning Run. I'm Roshan Kanesan, Morning Run producer and host of Ring It and Sense. Joining me this morning is my colleague and Morning Run producer, Diana Mustaq. Hi, Roshan. It's good to be here. And we're actually going to do something a little special today, seeing as tomorrow is, of course, Merdeka Day. Now, independence means a lot to us here at BFM, being that, of course, we are an independent business station. And because independence and business are part of who we are, we decided to speak to some leaders in corporate Malaysia about Merdeka and what it means to them. That's right. And in fact, we got up close and personal with four Malaysian corporate leaders to talk about what Merdeka means to them. Hi, I'm Tengku Zafro, CEO of CIMB Group. Hi, I'm Tony Fernandez. Group CEO of AirAsia. I'm Ali Zakrialias. CEO of the Employee Provident Fund, of course, better known as EPF. I'm Amy Morris. CEO of Maybank Kim Eng. But before we get to what they had to say, Roshan, have you ever been to see a Merdeka parade? I sadly have not, but I used to watch it uh, on TV when I was a kid. And it must have been between the ages of like six and seven, um, around that time. And you would wake up in the morning excited that it was Merdeka Day and run to the TV, turn it on and maybe adjust the antenna. Because for those who aren't <laughs> familiar, these were CRT TVs. And you'd see Tun Mahate standing up there. Right, and, right. Uh, this would be the first Merdeka, no, the second Merdeka that we're seeing uh, Dr. Mahate back up there. Yeah. So I've never actually been to a Merdeka parade. I've never even seen one. And now I'm thinking that that's actually such a shame because from what I'm hearing, it's quite a memorable experience. And when we asked our guests what their most memorable Merdeka experiences were, a lot of them said it was the parade. Wow. Uh, Earliest memory of National Day. Um, Was watching the parade on TV. Yeah, me and my dad. Um, went to the National Day Parade. Probably when I was a young boy, probably five, maybe I was five, maybe I was perhaps six years old, uh, waking up early to watch the Merdeka Parade uh, with my parents and my brother. Uh, seeing all the uniformed people, uh, you know, Malaysians of various races. Getting up at like 5.30 in the morning and going to the National Day Parade. And even on a small black and white screen in those days, it looked so colourful. I would watch in awe and excitement of the parade. Uh, watching it on TV and also I've been privileged enough to have even witnessed it live. You know, I witnessed the energy and enthusiasm of the crowd cheering. The waving of the flag, the colours, the noise. That was filled with energy because on parade were students, teachers, doctors, nurses, engineers, police, mil- military. But also that sense of pride of uh, being one nation. But more so, I could feel the pride my father had in being Malaysian. That's my earliest recollection. Uh, that one has never been lost uh, on me. Yeah, I don't know how that makes you feel, Diana, but I feel like I want to go attend the parade right now. Yeah, I feel like I want to go back to the days of putting up flags on my car and maybe even attending a Merdeka parade. Yeah, I know, and just the way... Uh, um, Tanguzaful talks about his memory of it. You can just close your eyes and you can re- remember what that looks like. Right. And of course, on that note, you know, the Merdeka Parade is it's a stock image of Independence Day uh, and its celebrations. But independence means a lot more than just that, right? 
Definitely. I mean, at its core, of course, independence is about being free from colonization. But I feel like the definition of independence has evolved as we've gone along. Uh, when I was a kid, I thought it meant one thing, but it means so much more to me now. Right. And that's the sentiment that Tunku Ali Zakri also has when he reflects on what Merdeka means to him. When I was younger, I didn't really understand what uh, Merdeka meant um, because it was more the celebration rather than uh, the core of Merdeka. But as I was growing older, I started understanding the struggles that our founding mothers and fathers, uh, you know, they fought for. And now, if you fast forward, the independence that we have gained, uh, I think we have to be able to practice it. Uh, to be independent from ignorance, biases, those negative things that impede uh, unity. I think we need to be independent to be able to express our own unique characteristics and identities, but yet be bound uh, by this proud tradition of being in this multicultural country of ours. What I like about that is there are really a lot of different meanings of independence, right? And Tengku Zafrul gets candid about that with us as well. On a personal level, being independent means being free uh, to think and express our minds so we can engage uh, in robust discussions, especially on issues that are important uh, to the growth of our country. Today, of course, I believe there is more freedom uh, to express our views uh, as the country matures. Uh, however, I also believe it's important to remember that being independent also means assuming responsibilities uh, for our decisions and being respectful and mindful of the different cultures. The other thing also for some people that is that the concept of uh, independence is really internalized. Mm-hmm. You know, for example, Tony Fernandez, right? Uh, he says freedom to travel is part of why he built Asia in the first place, that freedom to fly. Independence is my whole very essence of life from AirAsia, you know, creating more competition, being independent, allowing people to travel independently. Uh, independence has meant a lot to me, and I think it's about standing on our own two feet and uh, creating our own destiny. So that's what independence to me meant, independence from colonial rule and being able to map our own destiny. I think it's also important to acknowledge that the other aspect of independence, other than freedom, is being able to have opportunities. And we hear about that here from Maybank Kim Eng's Amy Morris. To me, Merdeka is about the enabling of the people of a nation who share a common history to shape and collaborate on a common future. You know, I come from a very poor family, and with my father's ambitions for his children, uh, Merdeka or independence meant opportunity for us, but also he instilled in us the notion of the sense of responsibility. While we have the opportunity to receive an education, It also meant that we have to be responsible and give back to the nation what we have gained in terms of the education we received. I think it's really interesting to get behind the minds of some of these corporate leaders and get their candid thoughts, you know, because you hear them um, on the news and we speak to them here at BFM. um, But to hear about them talking about what independence means to them, I mean, I think that that really brings out a different side of them. And I really like what Amy Morris said about education, because part of independence and moving forward is building a nation with people with first world mindsets. 
Yeah, um, what Amy said that was really powerful, right? A, it is akin to the American dream. It's the Malaysian dream. You come up, you. A lot of our parents went through that, where they came from poor families and they built their lives, and they are here because our country went through independence. Um, in a little bit, we're actually going to talk about how these corporate leaders feel about Malaysia's achievements, where we can go, and how being in a peaceful and independent country supports homegrown businesses. You're listening to a Merdeka special by The Morning Run on BFM 89.9. Stay tuned. Stay tuned to this BFM Merdeka special presented by Masing. This BFM Merdeka special is presented by Masing. BFM 89.9, thanks for keeping it here on The Morning Run. I'm Roshan Kanesan, host of Ringgit and Sense with Morning Run producer Diana Mustak. And on today's special Mordeka programming, we're speaking to Malaysia's captains of industry about what independence means to them and their businesses. That's right. It's a celebration of Malaysia's past as well as our future. Yeah, and it's definitely time to reflect on our past accomplishments. And one recent one that immediately comes to mind is the 2018 elections, right? I mean, a show of democracy and a peaceful transition of power in a time when no one thought that was possible. Free and fair elections. That, uh, to me, is the most important achievement that Malaysia has achieved in 62 years of independence. That the people of Malaysia are free to chart their own course. But perhaps the backstory that I'm uh, intrigued with is what has enabled the success of free and fair elections is the harmony uh, that has evolved amongst the communities of Malaysia. Uh, this harmony is perhaps sometimes best typified by one of the great unifying institutions of Malaysian daily life, our Tetarit sessions. They are really void of race or socioeconomic status in my view, because it really doesn't matter what car or bike you drive up in, you get served the same tetare and roti chanai, and where passionate discussions of free and fair elections are usually had. That was Amy Morris, and I loved that she also mentioned harmony there, because another thing I think many Malaysians would say they're proud of Malaysia for is our diversity and multiculturalism. Take Ali Zakri, for example. The fact that we are still continuing in our quest to find this commonality amongst all of this diversity. We have persevered for 62 years. Most countries, I think, would have either given up or might have imploded. But, you know, we are still here. We are still in the process of getting the right recipe. But we are still going at it. And we still have this great sense of hope and optimism that uh, Malaysia will be a great example of what diversity can really mean. Yeah, diversity in Malaysia is something we're all really proud about. I mean, we see it, especially when we talk about our food. And um, it's really important for organizations as well. I think companies are starting to realize that, uh, not just here, but around the world. And the importance here is how do we strike a balance between all of that? Yeah, definitely. Um, so let's see what Tunku Zafrul has to say about Malaysian diversity and how that ties into his role at CIMB. I believe that the most important achievement is our ability to live and work together in harmony among the various races with different cultures. Uh, in CIMB, we also truly believe uh, and celebrate and encourage even diversity. Our staff force is made up of, if I'm not mistaken, 34 nationalities uh, spread across 15 countries. Malaysia is a relatively young democracy uh, and 
has displayed, think, a commendable level of maturity in managing change and transition. Uh, we also have managed to harness our diversity to our advantage. Uh, we therefore able to offer unique experiences, especially in tourism. We also have a multilingual workforce. And of course, my favorite uh, topic, which is food. Uh, and as you know, I think food is something of a national uh, obsession among Malaysians. You know, Diana, listening to that, even Tanku Zafro brought up food when he was talking about diversity. You know, yeah, how can you not? Yeah, and you know, right now at BFM, we're running this campaign, you know, Bersatu for Makan, you know, after the whole... Uh, the whole fact that we were not included in the Netflix street food documentary. Mm-hmm. But it's great to see the support that this campaign is getting. Food is so central to Malaysia's identity. But let's get back to business and in the literal sense here. Uh, because, you know, diversity has, being in Malaysia has affected how all these businesses uh, operate. Yeah, I'm particularly curious to hear from Tony Fernandez about his take on this because AirAsia is such an iconic Malaysian brand. Uh, so let's hear about what he had to say about how being in Malaysia has influenced his career at AirAsia. I don't think I would have built AirAsia in any other country. I think Malaysia has given me the chance to build this wonderful little airline, which is not so little anymore, and the our ability to have grown so quickly is because we had amazing Malaysians of all walks of life, from different cultures, from different religions, and me and Cameron harnessed that to our best ability to build this uh, amazing little airline. I'm very proud when I'm overseas and people refer to AirAsia as a Malaysian brand. Yeah, it's so great to hear uh, Malaysian entrepreneurs being proud of the Malaysian identity. Um, a lot of times we have these big companies, uh, whether it's semiconductors or rubber glove players that are big, but we don't really talk about them and they're not really identified as Malaysian companies. And it's just really good to hear that there are some brands out there that are shouting this identity out there. Yeah, and I think it's important for Malaysians too because um, I remember Air Asia when it was in the early days and you know flying it for the first time and now seeing some of my friends from abroad flying our local airlines and that gives not just the businesses but also um, the Malaysian people a sense of pride as well. And you know, another example of this, also clad in red, is CIMB, uh, a company that has is Malaysian-born um, through many different names, but in the end, they're CIMB now, and they're present across the region, and that's such a great thing to see, uh, because we want more and more of this. We want these Malaysian-born brands to spread their wings and fly beyond the country's borders. Uh, let's hear from Tengku Zafro about what this means to him. Malaysia as you know, enjoys a strong leadership role in ASEAN. Uh, This has lent a lot of credibility to Malaysian-based companies uh, and definitely aided us uh, in establishing CIMB's footprint across ASEAN. In short, I think it's partly Malaysia's leadership and reputation in ASEAN that has contributed to our group's success in completing our ASEAN footprint. On a personal level, I feel a sense of pride in what Malaysia has achieved but also a sense of responsibility in that I'm very aware that wherever we go, uh, we're also flying the Malaysian flag. Uh, As a CMB based in Malaysia, I feel responsible uh, to represent Malaysia in the best possible light across our ASEAN footprint. So being Malaysian is something I'm very proud of, and the opportunity to lead a leading ASEAN bank has been a most valuable experience uh, for me. 
Yeah, and having a local brand that goes international, it's not just... I mean, yes, it's it's about having brand power, but it's also good for our economy, right? And definitely the geography and climate of a country matters a lot to businesses. And as our country matures, I think another thing to keep in mind is that in order for our economy to grow, um, a key thing to pay attention to is education. And that's what Amy Morris talks about here. My educational opportunities were certainly enabled by that post-Merdeka surge of optimism and the need for us to stand on our own with homegrown talent. I was provided a gift to be educated. So for me, it was all about looking up and daring to dream. So now I feel I have the responsibility to give back to others and pass along you know, the, the pride and sense of responsibility I've gained, and especially as a woman to other women. So we've spent most of this show speaking about Malaysia's past accomplishments and what independence means to all of us. But before we wrap up, let's just spend a little bit of time looking ahead. Yeah, we want to know what our corporate leaders' hopes are for Malaysians. For Tengku Zafrul, it's about inclusive growth. We must not lose sight of our vision to be a developed nation, uh, especially in education, talent development, and also on sustainability issues. I think it's important to focus uh, on this journey so that no one gets left behind. Uh, the question is, to me, we've just been discussing this also internally, how do we ensure economic, social, and environmental sustainability uh, for our nation moving forward? I think for CIMB, uh, for corporates, uh, it's crucial to design our products and services around inclusivity. Yeah, and inclusive growth is vital for this country to move forward, uh, whether it's economically or socially. And a big thing that we've seen over the last year is making the workplace fairer um, and making sure that opportunities are open to both men and women. Uh, we've seen developments happen about bringing, whether it's childcare or mm-hmm. um, maternity leave. Right. These are all essential parts to bringing our country forward because if 50% of the workforce is hampered behind, how are we ever going to move forward? Yep, and we hear more about that from Amy Morris. I would like to see Malaysia continue to be a leader in driving sustainable growth uh, for the 650 million people of ASEAN through shared prosperity. On shared prosperity, it is very important that we continue to see women take leadership roles in Malaysia's development. You know, Malaysia is doing well and has added even more women to leadership roles in both public and private sectors. But in my view, we can always do more. And part of doing more uh, is to ensure we build workplaces that are both fair and safe for women. And in a similar vein, Tony Fernandez says his hope is for equality and prosperity. The future of Malaysia is obviously something very close to my heart, that Malaysia becomes Malaysians. And we really don't look at whether we're Indian, Chinese or Malay. Uh, We don't abandon our cultural roots because... That is also what makes us up. Um, But we put Malaysia first. And I hope we become uh, a country that is not only uh, growing richer in GDP and improving everyone's life, but gives back to society as well. You know, I hope that we're a caring capitalist country. And I think it's really important that the nation becomes more wealthy, that people have a better standard of living. I hope the wealth gap is not very large, and I hope that everyone has a very good education and a very good healthcare. I think that's a basic human right. And Tony talked about 
being a caring capitalist country. Um, he talked about basic human rights. So my hope as Malaysia continues to grow is that as we grow economically, we continuously hold on to our unity. And that's a point that Ali Zakri also makes. I think we are a constant practice towards perfection. Um, I see, well, I hope as well to see that uh, the, the, the modern Malaysian uh, will be proud of their distinctive um, backgrounds and heritage uh, and race and religion. It's not something for us to be shy of or something for us uh, to, to be afraid about, this distinctiveness. But we are bound together and we are united um, through a common purpose of just making Malaysia a great country by looking at the best that what the different races, the different cultures, the different heritage that we bring to the table. And as we end this Merdeka special, I think Ali Zakri has really brought the point home. Mm-hmm. Um, to move this country forward, to move Malaysia forward and all Malaysians within it, it really is about bringing everyone together and leveraging on our differences to bring us forward. And making sure no one gets left behind. And with that, thank you for listening to the Morning Run's Merdeka special. I'm Roshan Kanesan, host of Ringgit and Sense. With me is Morning Run producer Diana Musta. Selamat Hari Merdeka, BFM 89.9. BFM's Merdeka Special is presented by Massing. Reinvent spaces, enhance life. Thank you for listening to this podcast. To find more great interviews, go to bfm.my or find us on iTunes. BFM 89.9, The Business Station.